Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Your mic isn't on. Hold on. Is it? Your mic's on now. Now my mic is on? Your mic, let's it's see. It's a little bit. I think we're all going to have to start again. Well, no. As Proust says, rough and ready. We're rough <laughs> and ready. Your mic wasn't on when we started. It's all on the show. It's 8.52 a.m. <laughs> on Monday morning. You know what that means. <laughs> it's time to get our bake on. Sure. It also means the coffee is f- full force. <laughs> oh, boy. Full force. Hey, right off the bat, can I just say, this is the kind of episode that I absolutely love. Yeah, I this adore. is this is like just it it when we get down to this amount of bakers, yes. this it's so meaty. You could like cut the tension with a knife. It's so nice. Well, and okay, so here's let, let me back up my claim and tell you what. So as you said, yes, one because when you only have five people down from twelve, you get to spend so much more time with everyone mm-hmm. and there's so much more time I think for discussion I mean I think you would have to like really like get the stopwatch out to time it but I'm willing to bet you could go through and calculate how much longer the judging is how much longer we see of everybody on screen but it's gotta right. be higher right it's gotta be higher and more shots of course of like rabbits and squirrels out in the world <laughs> that's nice too but also the other thing I love is when you have an episode where it's like nobody really messed up. Yes. Super bad. As opposed to last week with George where I felt like it was like, oh no, George. Oh no. Oh it was, no. Oh it, no. Was, it was great television, but it was heartbreaking. Right. Whereas this one, you know, this is, somebody has to go home, right? Right. Like every week somebody has to go home. And I always would rather somebody go home, and maybe this is just me personally, but thinking I did my best there's nothing I look back on and say like I wish I would have done that differently I just hit a point where I ran out of gas right Right, and the other people didn't you come to the end of your expertise and I'm sure that there is probably there's probably people who would compete in this who are like I'd rather have a big mistake because then I could say if I hadn't made that big mistake maybe I could have won Right, so now it's not about my level of expertise not being good enough. It's that something bad. I don't know, but I, I don't know. Yeah, you look at it. I'm sure it's six to one half dozen the other. So it was free from week. Mm-hmm. Which can I just say? I feel like there's been an episode like this in the past. Yes, and I feel like they called it like substitution week or something. Or something like that. Yeah, and I just feel like free from is is a clunkier way of putting it because. And I made this point while we were watching it. There are plenty of like bread recipes that don't call for dairy, right? Like sourdough right. is just yeast and you know flour and well, water. Well, that's kind of what Lizzie did, right? With her biscuits, uh, she found a recipe that didn't even have any dairy in it. Right, but this is what I'm saying: is like there are plenty of bakes that you could choose, like challenges you could choose that wouldn't require a substitution. Right, if you were just looking for like a gluten-free option or a dairy-free, yeah. and I feel like there were some, like when you say ice cream, and we needed to be dairy-free, right? What you're actually looking for is the substitution, or maybe that's it. Maybe the change in nomenclature is like we don't want it to be seen as less than sure. dairy. This is a completely different recipe that is free from dairy. Yeah. Know. I think I think you found it there. At I the got end. there. You got yeah. there. <laughs> uh, so the first one was ice cream sandwiches, which is I love. I'm glad that Prue just like straight up said it, where she was like, "We did ice cream sandwiches because it needed to be some kind of baked element." <laughs> right. Yes. 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 I'm trying to think. Okay, so 
Whoo! A uh, lot going on in this one. Let's see. So in the um, ice cream sandwiches, we got the breakdown here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get to this week. This is great filler. Okay, so <laughs> first of all, I want to talk about that clearly someone at home is styling chigs. This is my theory. Oh, right. Well, because the last two, the last two episodes, one, the glasses, they're great. And two, I just feel like he's been popping some bright colors and looking great. Whatever the, like, kind of half jacket, half shirt he was wearing this episode was great compared to, like, previous where he just kind of looked like standard, like, lands in attire. <laughs> and I can say that because I worked there. And I feel like his style was a lot more on point this time. Um, okay. So he did Mom's, Mom's Tropical Delight. And it was mostly, like, you know. Mango. Mango. But even then, not enough. Not enough. See, Prue was like, well, you know, you really should have used like canned mango or whatever instead of the fresh. Um, And I mean, he said he was like, I got to break down all this mango and I don't have time for this and all this kind of stuff. Right. I I am glad that he didn't go the uh, mango flavor, Mm. mango essence that often... (sighs) See, I was about Plakes to say he them? should have. Oh, no, no. They hate that. He should have done like one drop of it, though, because Giuseppe was like, I got all this orange. I got the candied orange peel. I got the orange zest. I got the orange juice and one drop of that orange flavor. And that's what I think Chig should have done was like have all that stuff. Have the fresh mango, the mango, 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 and like one or two drops. I don't know. I I feel like Paul is is waiting for people to do that, to to do that artificial, and to be like, mm, no, 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 it's not, it's it's just too much artif. That's not his voice. No, that's your dad's. Oh no. Okay, um, but I think that they liked like the consistent. No, because they said his uh his ice cream was also kind of like more like sorbet. Yeah, which I think has to do with all the fruit in it. Right. This, well, so, this is what I'm saying is I think that the time when the essence and the flavor works is if you have a like fruit that is very liquid fill. Like a mango is very juicy. Uh, a tomato. An orange is very juicy, right? Mm-hmm. So you end up with all of this like a high water to flavor ratio where removing a lot of that water will get a more distilled flavor. Mm-hmm. Where I think there are- Which is probably why Prue suggested the canned mango. Yeah. Um, so Christelle, this is going to surprise everyone, uh, had miso <laughs> in her signature, uh, tahini and miso coffee ice cream sandwiches. I would never in a million years have put together those three flavors. Yeah, but they liked it. They liked it, yeah. I've noticed this thing too now as we get farther in, and maybe this is <laughs> subconscious in my brain, but do you feel like there are moments where Paul in his head is going... Should I do a handshake? And is like thinking <laughs> through because there are moments where he's like, where it's like the end of the like judging and the signature, and Prue's like, yeah, very good, I love you very much, and you see him like brow furrowed, like, hmm, should I? I don't know, maybe. Well, Ugh. that's not his voice either. I'm pretty sure nobody's doing Paul right this episode. But, but what I'm saying, I think that he sometimes, and he said this out loud a couple times, he's he can often appreciate the flavors without really enjoying it, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes I feel like that's that couple oh, extra that's that seconds base? where, mm, where it's, it's like, I'm not sure if I like it kind of face, even though he knows, yes, all these flavors this person has promised are in this. I'm not sure if I like it, but 
somebody else would like it. It is technically good, but is it good to me? I think our... Yeah. Our, he's just kind of mulling it through his brain. But, I mean, of course, if he doesn't say that, we don't really know what he is thinking about. No, because he could just be thinking, like, what did I have for breakfast? <laughs> did I eat breakfast today? Oh, wait. Oh, show. Wait. Oh, it show. was good. I never eat breakfast because I have so many bakes to uh, taste. They, oh, can we talk about how he was the Hulk in the beginning? And uh, surprisingly bad makeup. <laughs> it was like Noel had done his makeup. It was really weird. I almost feel like it would have been better if Noel had done it. I think that Matt it would have been it. better. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Um, also, it I, made me think. That, okay. I looked at. I, I watched it and I looked at Travis. I was like, they definitely ADR'd that, right? Because I have never heard Paul be so animated as he was as the Hulk, right? Um, but like, I don't even know if that was his voice. My theory on it is one of two things: either. It felt like a bit that they came up with while they were like filming other people doing stuff. Like, and they were like, no one was there to help them. So they were like, yeah, just uh, go with the camera and the, and you know, one of the second directors and just shoot some like opening bits because the makeup was kind of sloppy. And I don't think he was wearing a microphone. So, like, because the shirt was all ripped up and everything, I think that he just went and did it. And then they ADR'd the voice in later. Or, in an attempt to be like, um, we want him to seem even like the juxtaposition of I'm the Hulk, but this voice is high and heavy that it, like they had Matt do it so it would be even higher and like peppier. Oh, okay. Anywho, that has nothing to do with the episode. It was weird. <laughs> so then Giuseppe, Giuseppe did ginger and orange ice cream sandwiches and they were not blown away. They, it was... Yeah, they were like... Eh, we can taste the ginger. We can taste the orange. Yeah, but like they, you know, it just wasn't there. And to the point where Giuseppe came away going, well, that was a disaster. And I'd be like, that's not really a disaster, Giuseppe. Okay. Um, Jurgen did meet my favorites. And there was a couple moments in there where I was like, oh, Jurgen. Oh, get, oh, get it together, buddy. With the moment where he, so he did... Uh, it was like a banana and whatever. It doesn't matter what the other thing was. Pistachio. Pistachio. Yeah. But he was doing uh, macarons, right, as the biscuits on top and bottom. And he said, like, I know you're supposed to rest them, but I did it in practice without resting them, and they turned out fine. Where it's like, hey, buddy, macarons are, are like a tried and true. People have been doing these the same way forever mm-hmm. rest them yeah what are you doing but would he have had time to rest them probably not like i think i think that was his justification was like i practiced to time and didn't rest them and it was fine so i'm going to do that again because i don't have time <laughs> i mean i guess but it's it's weird to go i i just think and granted you know this is later in the series, right? So they haven't had as much time to practice and prep and think about everything. I acknowledge that. But it's weird to go into a bake thinking, I know I'm doing this one thing wrong, but what are you going to do? <laughs> like, it's just a weird accepting of like, yep, I know. Um, but. Well, I think this was one of the, the things that you were talking about at the beginning. Like macarons are naturally dairy free. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't have any dairy in them. So. This was Jurgen being like, "This is this is what I came up with." Yeah. So I don't have to do anything funky. Though I would stand by once you do that, right? If you pick a thing where you're not substituting anything 
and it's so well known, like how a macaron is supposed to be. Yeah, you got to nail it. Which is why Paul was like, "What? Well, what? And, th- and then they said, is "Like this? What the, the what?" The interesting thing to your point about like they can taste something and be like, "I don't know if I like this," but they said like, "This isn't a macaron." Yeah, but it's good. But it's good, right? It's kind of chewy and. Banana is always such a risk on this show because it is oh, Paul's Paul's favorite. It's Paul's favorite, and you gotta nail it. And Paul liked it, yeah. And that's huge, right? Because like I would say, most of the time, Paul does not like it because people use that banana essence, yeah. And it it tastes like runts, right? It tastes like the banana runts, mm-hmm. where he Candy. wants it to be like banana, right? And like, which is not a super strong flavor. Exactly. Yeah. That uh, that's why I think it's so risky to do. Yeah. Uh and then Lizzie did uh best thing about walks it was like an ice cream sandwich where the important thing was the biscuit was like 100% cocoa or something, very bitter. Uh but we like that here and had that like rolling pin of dogs on it which I thought was very cute which got baked out yeah so didn't work so the thing about the thing didn't yeah the thing about the thing didn't work we'll talk more about Lizzie and Showstopper because I have a lot of thoughts okay Um, so then we head into technical and it was eight vegan sausage rolls I love sausage rolls I do as well um, I have never tried a vegan one, which is, seems is mostly mushroom based. I'll tell you. Well, you're not a huge mushroom fan, but no. I am. And I was watching that thing. I'm like, I I eat the crap out of that, which mm-hmm. is a gross way to put it. But, <laughs> Especially um, since it's sausage rolls. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's grow up. Um, I want to talk about Christelle. Okay. Blew it left and right. <laughs> Just, oh man. Oh my god. She did the thing where she's like. I don't know if this is right, but I'm going to keep doing it anyway. How am I such a fan of hers? I don't know, but I am. She's done that so many times now where she's like, I've decided this is the way you do it. (sighs) (sighs) Well, the thing is, is like, and if nothing else, just didn't shape it right. Yeah. That was the thing that was most frustrating to me. It's like, I get it if you're questionable and like, how's lamentation? What do they mean by folds? What am I doing here? But then, like, you made them into, like, square packages instead of rolls. They said pasties. They looked yeah, like they looked pasties. pasties. Instead of a sausage roll. I mean, you have to you have to ask yourself, Have has she ever seen a sausage roll? I mean, it's called a roll, not a square. You well, should get it from that. Well, but they're in the UK, so I have to say yes. Yes, she oh, has yeah, she seen has. a sausage roll. Yeah. Um... And let's see, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else that was like notable in it of like, uh, I think, oh, Lizzie's was overbaked. Uh, no, Jurgen's I think was overbaked. Um, I think that you are forgetting that Jurgen's fell on the floor. <laughs> oh my God, yes. That, that was the other, I think those two moments, that and the like, this isn't the way to do it, but it's been fine. Where I think most to me, I read between the lines of like, he's feeling the pressure for the first time right. in the show, right? Where But he did it right. And I think that this is this is where the idea of like a, a champion forms in my mind. Mm. Where like, yes, as he was turning the pan or the yeah, the sheet pan, the sausage rolls fell on the ground. This is like the equivalent of like a puke and rally, right? Sure. Where hey, this is a show about food. <laughs> watch, watch your tone, man. That's the only thing that I can think of. Okay. Where <clears throat> something bad happens, he broke it. 
right? It came, it, it's on the floor. And he laughs to the camera and picks him up and, and keeps he said, going. And he said, don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> or he said, you didn't see that or something. Something Where like that. that. Was, it's like so often you see someone panic and try to catch it or try to fix it or like second thing. And this happens a lot. We see it almost every series, yeah. right? Somebody's cake falls off the falls off the, the bench. Somebody drops, like, like flings their dough somewhere. Somebody, like all this kind of stuff, right? And it's about picking yourself back up and continuing because, you know, so much they could have just uh, uh, Jurgen could have panicked, yep. wasted time and tried to catch it, which is also like you end up squishing things and right. throwing them around. Yeah. Um, to I'm, be fair, if you're going to drop something, though, halfway through baking a thing that's like a sealed package is best case scenario. It's best case scenario. Unlike when was it somebody dropped their like sauced puddings or something? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the e- the ER doctor, I can't remember her name, but yes. anyway, yeah. Like this was this was best case scenario. This was not um, the 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 dough in the carpet or the carpet in the right. dough. Who was that? Who knows? My giddy aunt. Oh my giddy aunt. Um, I can picture her and I can do her voice all the time and I can't remember her name. Um, but I'm not good with names to begin with. I can picture all of their faces every time you say it and it's like their names are locked. It's like a game of guess who. <laughs> um, but I, I would say like this. Yeah, was, but she was all like, I'm not going to serve Mary Berry green carpet. Yeah. Right? So she I'm had not going to serve Mary Berry green carpet. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I loved her. <laughs> um, I, I think that this is one of those where it's just like, I think Chiggs was a clear first. Distant second was Giuseppe in this one, right? Where I think, like, Giuseppe's didn't quite look right, but other than that, I think they were good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it's interesting. It's always so... I want to see more of what was edited out in a technical where it's just like, everybody kind of did okay. Because right. we saw, I think it was last week, when Paul was like, I wouldn't clap. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, everyone did bad. And then there are weeks where it's just like, everyone did so good, who knows? And this was just like, eh. <laughs> <They> were, <laughs> eh. It was okay. And then we get to the showstopper. So we're looking for a gluten-free celebration cake. So this is where I I had a realization, right, where I think, at this point in a season, right, especially when you get to, you know, five people left, but even six, seven, you know, halfway through the season. When we started this season, I think Jurgen was like one of the only ones, maybe Giuseppe too, but that came in cool headed, like focused, you know, like ready to like, you know, not freak out when something went wrong. Mm-hmm. And everyone else needs to kind of settle in and get comfortable, right? So the first, like, two weeks, yeah, Jurgen dominated, right? Because, like, he was not panicking and he was not running around and freaking out, right? I mean, I had different feelings about Giuseppe at the beginning. Yes. I thought that his energy was very manic. Yeah. In that first episode, definitely. And I think that then everybody starts to calm down, right? But those first two episodes, we were talking about, like, so it's Jurgen's, right? <laughs> Jurgen has won this season. And then I think you start to see everybody else start to settle in Mm -hmm. and find their groove. And then Jurgen now is feeling more pressure. Yes. And so, like, his first two were a little rough, but everyone else has now stepped up. And so now we go into the showstopper. And I want to talk about Lizzie, first and foremost, because I want to give her the most time. Okay. So I, as you know, 
have been hard on Lizzie this as, season. As have I. We've yes. been like, we felt like she has not been taking it seriously. Yes. And yet, in the last couple episodes, I think that she has definitely stepped it up and realized, I'm in a competition. I have to bring my A game. Now I would like to say, like, like, a, like a twist, like a dramatic twist in a story where you find out, like, that villain's not so bad. Oh, wait, he's helping them. I love this villain. Right? I'm not saying Lizzie's a villain, but. Like a Zuko. Sure. I kind of now have very strong positive feelings for Lizzie because for her to be like, I have sin issues, including like ADHD and dyslexia and all these things. And this is the first we've heard about it. There was never a time when they were like, you need to work on your uh, on your finesse and her being like, well, I'm doing my best. I have ADHD. What do you expect? Right. It was never a thing that she used as an excuse. It was never a thing that she used to, like, try to get people on her side. Right. She was just doing the thing and doing the best that she could, I think, right? And it really, like, in retrospect, sheds a different light when she was like, I didn't practice because I was watching Harry Potter. And it's like, I, I've been there. <laughs> I kind of get that, <laughs> right? Where, like, I think that there is a certain, certain honor in having those things, right, that you are maybe could be colored as being at a disadvantage compared to everyone else mm -hmm. and trying to explain that away. As saying like, well, there's a reason versus just being like, nope, this is everybody's got stuff and this is my thing. Right. So I just have to operate under my own like skill set. What yeah, I have. Totally. Um, so I just want to say turned around on Lizzie. But I, I like I, I do want to reiterate that, you know, we had no way of knowing. Yeah. And well, I, I'm every, not saying I'm not. This is no, not me. No, apologize. Of course not. But what I'm saying is. And the way that all of her like conversations and asides went, it was more like I'm just here to have fun and I don't right. care about like doing a great job. But these last couple episodes, I feel like that kind of that conversation has turned around where she was like, I'm I'm in it now. Well, and I will say as someone who has ADHD and other things is like that kind of thing can often be a defense mechanism. And uh, we talked about yeah. that. Yeah, like maybe this is something where she guards her heart. And so... So when someone's like, this is kind of messy, instead of saying like, yeah, I know, just saying like, well, I'm not worried about it. I like yeah. it, right? And not defense mechanism like she's lying, but like she's chosen to focus on other aspects, like having fun, because that is not the thing. And I think this cake that she did, the extraordinary cake, is a perfect example of like her at her strong suit and ADHD, man, once she said that, it clicked into place because that kind of like creative design and that kind of like, I saw this thing in my head fully formed. It looked so different from what anyone else could have thought of, right? Mm -hmm. Where it was like, that's a strong suit. This is where you look at it and you go, yeah, you know what? Finesse might not be my thing, but this level of creativity might be my thing. And honestly, the thing that also shifted for me is why weren't you doing that more? <laughs> because like then, I, and I think she was, right? If you look back at like the upside down bowl with the stuff in it, it's like, oh, that was a creative design. The execution was a little weak. Yeah, but this one really was a perfect meeting of the design and the execution. It was beautiful. Like if I saw that in, that is a showpiece in a bakery store window, right? Like you see that and you're like, come look at this. What? This is amazing. So I want to give credit where credit is due. This showstopper was a very good Lizzie bake. Yes. And Lizzie also got eliminated. Yes. So let's jump ahead to that. But 
Well, well, real quick, I also then want to talk on your guns. Okay, yeah. Because this is the other thing of, right, when the first two episodes, even three or four episodes, we were like, Jurgen is so consistent. Everyone was like, the Jurgenator, right? So mm-hmm. consistent. But this episode, it was like two ends of it, right? Where it's just like- right. But then you get to the showstopper and he's listing off all the stuff. And he's like, three different kinds of chocolate. And there's like three tiers with three layers each. And we're like, what are you doing? That's, no, that's a terrible. And then he delivered. It literally saved him. Not just saved him, but I think also was just like, like, oh, right. (laughs) Kind of moment in everybody's brains. Like, oh, there's a reason he's up here, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that Chiggs did better Overall, yeah. which is why he got the show, the um, Star Baker. But I feel like Jurgen was about to go. I don't know about that. I don't because I think while they didn't like the Macrons as Macrons, I think that they and then fourth in technical. Yeah, but I think overall they liked. I think honestly, I think it was more of. I, I don't. I think it was between Chigs and Jurgen. Uh, for Star Baker after Showstopper, but I don't think I think he and Giuseppe were well in the middle. I think it was between Christelle and Lizzie because Christelle did so poorly in technical, um, but they liked her signature and they liked her. Uh, they really liked the design of her Showstopper. But I think once again, getting you could get really in the weeds about yeah. the who is at risk because everyone did. Okay, to really great this episode. Yeah, which is what you look forward to in the semifinal, the like quarterfinal, semifinal, things like that. Yeah, because I think it was Giuseppe was talking about his Black Forest cake at the end, where I think Paul was like, I expected better and like underwhelmed, which once again is that insight into once you do well enough on the show consistently, you have to keep doing that level or better. You can't just do pretty good, or they're like, hmm. I expected better, right? Because expectations are what they are. You can't control them. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I almost wish that someone would remind the judges, like we judge week to week, and yeah. not to carry it with them, and well, and the- things like that. Because I, I really hate that narrative of we know you can do so much better. Well, and it was so blatant in the judging where they said, like, basically it came down to, I think, Christelle and Lizzie, and they said, like, so they were neck and neck, so we had to make the decision based on, like, who is the best baker overall. And it was just like, oh, so you're just going to straight up say, like, they were evenly matched this week, so it had to come down to their performance overall, which I think they've done before. It's not like the first time they've said it. No, I I mean, when... When everything is is even Stevens, you have to find something to weigh against. Right. right. Um, and and so uh yeah, I think it I I agree with the decision, but I don't think it has anything to do with this week, right? If that makes any sense. Like I definitely agree with Chiggs getting Star Baker. Like mm-hmm. his cake was great, his uh he was first in technical and while they didn't like the mango, I think his his signature was okay. Uh, I think he should have gotten it. And I, I completely understand why Lizzie went home. And I think it was the right decision overall. Yeah. But I just don't think it had anything to do with her overall performance this week. What about your winner prediction? So the revelation that I had was that at this point, and I don't know if this has ever happened in a past season, but at this point with four bakers left, no star bakers have been eliminated this entire season. 
right? Because Jurgen mm. has gotten it three times. Giuseppe has gotten it twice. Chiggs has gotten it twice. And Christelle has gotten it once. And that's all eight episodes. Wow. So, like, the four people who are left are the only four people who have won Star Baker this entire season. That's, that is interesting. Yeah. And so I think we've reached a point where one bad week, like, and I know we said this before, right? But I think Chiggs has gotten more and more consistent, where Jurgen has gotten more and more inconsistent. And I think, and this feels like a, I don't know, funny thing to say, but I think Christelle is like consistently inconsistent where it's like <laughs> good signature, bad technical, pretty good to very good showstopper, right? She rides that wave. Every time, right? Yeah. Where her, she does poorly on technical, but her signature is always solid to very good and her showstoppers are always very good to great, right? right. And so it's like, yeah, it could easily be her, mm-hmm. if she has a really good week, right? It could be Giuseppe, if it's something he feels comfortable with and like knows what he's doing, like we've seen in the past when he's gotten Star Baker, the two times he got in Star Baker, it was like things that he was like in the groove on, right? But Chiggs has been significantly improving episode to episode, mm-hmm. and I think Jurgen just needs to ease back into focus and comfort and I I honestly think this is a four horse race like it could be any one of the four of them at this point I think I mean listen I bet the odds are in Jurgen's favor but I think I want to bet on Chiggs Okay. I'm feeling pretty good about Chig. Here's the thing. Oh, okay. Now I need to look back at Here, the tracker. You while talk. you're while you're looking at it, um, this is the first time this season where I feel completely separated. The first, my emotions, my heart. Yeah. Says I want Christelle to win. I love an underdog. Yeah. I think that she is very representative of like. Also, her TikTok account is great. <laughs> of bakers in general, where it's not, you know, you do your best and you put your heart in, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I love that. Also, love her smile. She's very sweet. Uh, but my my brain says that it is going to be the boys in the final. Well, okay. Because of her inconsistencies. But I do want to point out, right? So we have this great chart on the Wikipedia that's really wonderfully color-coded. And other than this week, right, where it was between Christelle and Lizzie because there's only five people, if you look at the top four, yeah, they were either Star Baker in the middle or considered for Star Baker every week. None yeah. of them had a week where it's just like, ooh, that was close. This has been kind of a, a perfect, like, pyramid season. And I think, and it's so fun. It's one of my favorite things about Big Off to look back and, like, and look at it, like, uh, see the pattern now. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when we started, it was like, we were talking about, like, well, clearly it's Jurgen, maybe Giuseppe, and who knows who the other ones are, right? Right, but you can you can really look at this at this analytics chart here yeah. and, and see the the successes that the people right? have had. And it's like, well, of course it's these four. Look at their like record. Like it yeah. really speaks for itself. Um I also think it's very interesting that aside from week one and two, right, where Jurgen got it back to back, the Star Baker has been completely spread out, right? Mm-hmm. Where it went Giuseppe, then Chiggs, then Giuseppe, then Christelle, then Jurgen, then Chiggs. Right? It, it was like, yeah, you had that first week, sure. 
But then it's been like, whose week is it? Whoever is feeling strong this week. I'm saying it could be any one of the four, right? If we go into next week and Jurgen's showstopper isn't the top like it was this week, maybe he's out. Maybe. Right? If we go in and Christelle, for the first time, nails technical, maybe Christelle is star baker again, you know? And like, the person, honestly, I'm not worried about is Jigs. Right? Because it's just like, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> you're doing good, man. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at. I, I'm, and I'm like, invested. I'm following them on TikTok. Like I said, <laughs> I'm invested. Okay. It's great, too, because- uh, I don't TikTok, but Travis sends me I a do. bunch every there was day. One, there was one recently. Go uh, to work, Travis. Hey, all right. <laughs> um, I found a TikTok where it was Great British Big Off, but- all snails. Oh, yeah, that was funny. Oh, it was great. Um, but I, I, yeah, I'm in it, man. I can't wait. Yeah. Uh, so, any final thoughts before we wrap up Free From Week? Mm, what's next week's topic? Oh, good question. Or subject, or what is it? The baking, the, the thing that the they do? The baking thing. Yeah, let me see <laughs> if they will say. Uh, tell me. Tell me. The- uh, patisserie. patisserie. Ooh, that's a good Ooh, one. That is a good one. Uh, let's see, fondant fancies. Well, if nothing, I mean, it doesn't even matter what they make. Well, the important thing is small yep. and consistent. What is the one with A? A- Eggs. No. Mm, uh, en- Entremet. Entremet, yeah. Uh, what's the one that's split up into four? A bon, yeah, Battenberg. Oh, that's not that's not you patisserie. Sure? No. What if you cut it really small? No, it has to do. <laughs> there's there's the French business about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I that mean, also <laughs> uh, there's also uh, like um, Danish pastries sure. are included in patisserie. Croissants are included. Uh, I like how you said that. That's what they say. I know, but you really nailed it. Croissant. Oh, you just nailed it. I'm saying you did great. <laughs> Which are actually uh, Viennese. But anyway. I, I'm sure everyone knew that. Right? Raise your hand if you knew that. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so that's going to do it. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back next week. Until then, Teresa, what should everyone do? Bake a top.